In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. Oh, um, the movie where the guys break in and take over the radio station. Airheads? Airheads. That's wow. the rain is the station they're being turned into. They're being, the rock <laughs> the and roll rain. station's being taken over by an easy <laughs> like listening adult station. Very easy listening. And that's the tagline is, you're listening to the mellow sounds of the rain. <laughs> well, let's hope it doesn't rain for the event that... Uh, we're going to be discussing right now. Isn't it always rain for this event? Isn't that like somewhere part of around the urban it. legend? It is not going to rain <laughs> because are we on? We yes. are. We're going. Yeah. It We're is going. not going to rain because Steve and I picked out uh, jackets for our chairman, our co-chairs and our chair, day chairman that are waterproof. And yeah. everybody said, no, you can't do that because they're waterproof. And I said, no, no, you pick out waterproof gear like you carry an umbrella. You never use it. It won't rain. It's true. It yeah. will not rain. We won't use it's true. it. I so, like your logic. Good psychology I, I did there. not dress yes. for the rain today. I got soaking wet earlier. So yeah. it's good okay. logic. Good reasons. Go. Well, and so everybody, there. for the Memorial Marathon, everybody needs to uh, wear waterproof jackets then, too. You just, I hope not, because I'm running the marathon. He's right. running oh, it. Well, I see your marathon shirt. Yeah. You, you look like he, a runner. Yeah. I've he, run all of them. I've run oh, all, all 16 so far. Have you really? You're one yeah. of how many? 43. That's right. Wow, that's a incredible feat. Something yeah. to be proud of, actually. Yeah. Just not to be injured and be able to finish each time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Particularly <laughs> when he's done production. Yeah, been before working at the arts festival Every all week. one of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, much, yeah. so I guess so, you're yeah, sort of, you've trained for marathon running pre-festival, so it's sort of like yes. that's become a training routine for you almost. There you go. So... <laughs> Well, uh, let's go ahead and introduce you, uh, yourselves. Who do we got here in the studio with us? Uh, well, my, name here? Is, my name is Steve Bolton. I am the 2017 co-chair for the Festival of the Arts. And I'm Debbie Forshee, and I'm Steve's counterpart. We're co-chairs and um, for the 2017 Festival of the Arts. And I'm Lindsay Pendleton. I'm the communications director for Arts Council Oklahoma City that puts on Festival of the Arts. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Hey, yeah. We are excited for this festival. The the festival goes from the uh, goes from April twenty fifth to April thirtieth. So that means that the last day of the festival is also the same day as the Memorial Marathon. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't help a whole lot with tear down that night. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) He sets uh, around a little. Yeah, he did. He sets around a little bit, and then he'll get up and move around a little bit. Then he'll set. (laughs) And uh, understandably, yeah, yeah. And, but there's there's a toast and some things at the very end when we hand over the the reins to the next group. When they and when they actually asked me uh, to do this, the first thing I asked was, "Well, you know, I'm going to run the marathon, right?" And they said, "Yes." I said, "Okay, then, yeah, I'll do this." <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to ask somebody who can run as many marathons as you've run. You're uh, you're perfectly fit for running the arts festival. I think so. Yeah. yeah, he's he knows how to put tents up, take them down, move things around. He knows where. In fact, we were talking on the way over here. Where do we think we really are uh, as far as our setup? You know, 
in relation to Tuesday opening morning. And we're not sure, but we think we're in good shape. Yeah, we feel like we're in good shape. Yeah. So when do you start setting up for this? Uh, we started uh, last uh, Friday. Last Friday. I started. Because we saw you guys setting up when we went to the art museum on that yeah. Friday night. Yeah. You know, that, that Friday night was the first night. Friday day. So we, have, we is, basically have 10 days to move in and five, and days, five days to move out. To move, to move out. out. Wow. Well, they give you a generous amount of time to move out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't break this all down in one night. Well, you know, we've got four, well, more than that, uh, city streets, major uh, thoroughfares for the city closed for the festival. So those that work and live around, and there's a lot of people that live around Mm -hmm. that area more then uh, I feel like even more than last year. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch um, of new apartment buildings yeah. that have gone up and opened and really pushed. So I'm sure we're a little bit of an irritant to some of those folks, except for they're coming down and kind of chatting us up. And yeah, I would, so I'd be excited to They're enjoying that. it. I, I, think. I think if you live that deep in the urban core, like you're probably a little more used to pedestrian mm-hmm. movements. And so shutting down a few roads probably doesn't really bother them too much. In fact, if it was me, I'd probably appreciate it because now I can finally go walk or bike in a little more safety. Than- <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about exactly where it's going to be set up this year. I'm assuming it's the same place as last year, but for our listeners, where, where will the arts festival be? Well, uh, we're in Bi- uh, Bicentennial Park, which is literally sandwiched in between City Hall and the Civic Center. Uh, and then our, our to the south is Colcord. To the north is uh, uh, couch. 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 So basically, you got yeah. Walker running right through there on the east side. Right. 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 Yeah. And um, and is it Dewey on the back back side of the Civic I Center? So. I yep. think so. That would be they're, they're all yeah. closed. So yeah, they're all closed. In fact, I just scooted through there. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a, an expected attendance uh, throughout the five days of, what, 750,000 people? Really? That's, that's around what we average, yeah. So we might have insane. more, might, you know. I think we're, we're going to have more. more. So it's like everyone from the city pays a visit. Yeah. Yeah. Some more than once. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's so much stuff there, you almost need to you visit more than once to take it all in. You know, I think I think the all the um, office buildings that surround the high-rises and the courthouses and just there's so many office you almost can see them pour out at 11 15 11 30 to head for lunch yeah, and it's it, at lunchtime you guys bring about 50 new options yeah, which there's so bad. much good food that it's just you'd be crazy not to go uh, out there a couple yeah. times for lunch go back for dinner Maybe an afternoon snack, depending on your eating habits. I mean, it's the only time you style. Do, but I mean, it's the only time you can know. go to Strawberries Newport for lunch, you know, and dinner, and dinner, and a snack if you want. I like exactly. what you think. You know, so you also can hit it. it right before you. I mean, right as you're coming in, because they're usually ready. They're ready uh, before the festival opens at eleven. So you, you know, if you're walking in to set up your volunteer yeah. stuff, you can. Um, and it does have fruit in it, so it's breakfast yeah. option. Cream, cream. <laughs> A pastry type product. So, so what time does the does it begin during the day each day? It it starts at it runs eleven to nine, Tuesday through Saturday, and then on Sunday it's eleven to six. There's a lot of opportunities to get to Strawberries Newport. Yes, and many many other delights as well. Well, and you know everybody wants Indian tacos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Strawberry Newport, Indian tacos, Craig and Carter's fish. 
tacos. The snow s'mores are becoming increasingly popular. I will talk about snow s'mores. Okay. It is my it is my favorite place to plant. You've got to do this. Plant yourself at the corner of snow s'mores, where where you can see the the big gigantic snow cones come off of the the uh, counter. Mm-hmm. When they hand them down to a little kid, the little kid kind of looks back at their parents like, "You're kidding me! I get to have this!" And then their eyeballs just kind of pop out. Their mouths, and it is that's kind of my reaction when I get handed a snow s'more. They're as big as your head. They're huge. They do the special ice. I'd never had one until Food Jury, and it's like this beautiful flaky ice, which is it melts. It's not like that crunchy you get with the usual snow cone. It's Mm -hmm. this lovely, very light, fluffy. It's almost like snow. Exactly. It's exactly like (laughs) snow. Hold on, we've glossed over some very important information. Go on, Food Jury. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That that caught my attention too. I have two questions. What is it? I don't really have to ask because I already figured it out. And two, why didn't we get invited to be part of it? Well, there's not an invitation. It's a very elite committee that you have to volunteer for many years to get the coveted committee to be on for what should be (laughs) obvious reasons. But we were we were very lucky this year. We had like sixty four vendors apply. Which oh. was the most ever. It's most and I, double that we've ever had. And in usually we, we do jury 30, over 31. three days. We had to add a fourth day to jury. So it was. We took one for the team. Yeah, it was, it was yes, a lot did. of food. Thank you for doing that. We taste very difficult, everything. Difficult well, stuff. you're looking there yeah, at our the, program, which you can pick up uh, at the festival. But the program, every single one of our food vendors has three, four, five, maybe six items well, we had to taste every single one of yeah. those items. So if you're having you know, 15 vendors a night times five items, it's a lot of tasting. The, a lot uh, of tasting. The, the delicious best, tasting. Delicious tasting the from best, what I'm reading here. Oh, yeah, it's great. But the most dangerous night was... <laughs> Beer tasting? <laughs> no. No, it was barbecue. It was Tuesday night. It was barbecue night. It was barbecue, oh, barbecue. And hamburgers, <laughs> sausages, um all, all of the heavy sandwich meat, French fries. Where do you do yeah. this? At? All those kinds like, of things. Where do you have them come set up and cook all it's this for secret. you? Is that a secret, secret, secret undisclosed location? Oh. <laughs> no, it's at the it's Arts Council. It's one of those secret tunnels under the city. It's at the Arts Council. Yeah. They, the vendors kind of move into the parking lot, some of them, and, and then they prepare and then bring it in. And, and it's all, I mean, it's. The, the committee members all ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, and they're there basically to kind of sell their food right. and you know, talk to you about what yeah, makes the portion, them unique and the, what's special about that. Yeah, the portion size has to be what it is because we do take pictures of it. And if if what they end up bringing to festival is not like it is in the book, mm-hmm. then we go tell them, you, you, this is what juried in, this is what you're making. It needs to be just oh. like the picture. Yeah. So you well, hold them accountable. Couple, we uh, do. Yes. Like a couple nice. of years ago, well, it's been probably five or six, maybe seven years ago, I was on the food committee, and we had this really tenderloin, wonderful tenderloin mm-hmm. sandwich kind of thing, and you just bit into it, and it was just like butter. I mean, it was so oh. tender. Well, when you when we're about the second day into festival, maybe third day, I got one, and I'm expecting the same. Oh, it's so tender, kind of bite, and it was like couldn't bite it, and it was like this is a problem. So I sent someone else. I mean, 
So we yeah, stand we pay attention. We fix it. We we quality control is important to us. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very competitive selection process, and we try to make sure that the products being served match what was juried in, so that everyone can have the best possible experience. Health department comes, so it's all uh, clean and neat, exactly. and tidy, mm-hmm. and right temperature. And one of my favorite things about the program is that it lists all the food that all the food vendors are serving plus the price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can use the program ahead of time to plan. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's no surprises. At the arts you, know? yes. you can build a budget. You can, you can. build a budget. You can build a plan. I would budget for the lobster rolls. There's a, there's a mm, lobster. lobster the meat market refactory does a lobster slider, I believe. Yeah, it's good. I am we eagerly awaiting those. It was a last year. I remember um, I got... Cat, some fried catfish. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's it was what I just saw that. Fantastic. They will be back. Well, yes. there was Sacy Bone. Yes, that's who it is. Sacy Bone. Oh, yeah. that was, so, and there's that sauce that they served with it was. Yes. Mm, yeah. So crawfish, that, crawfish bread. Whoa. Yes. Which one did you all try that? Did you have it? I had it last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. It was how's, good. How's that work? I'm supposed to be allergic bread? to it, but I am. I'm supposed to be. I'll try it anyway. <laughs> is this is this all like uh, crustaceans or just crawfish? Well, actually, shrimp. But oh, shrimp. Okay, yeah. But it's so, good. It was. Well, so other than the food, there's, there will be a large selection of artists at the arts festival. 144 from wow. all over uh, the United States, actually, and all types of artwork. I mean, all all genres uh, as far as well everything from from Paint to print to watercolor to pottery to sculpture, glass blowing, jewelry, textile. We have a great sculpture area this year that we're doing something new in that I'm kind of excited about. And um, that is we uh, curated the the different universities around. I think we've got OU, OSU, UCO, and um, um, OCU art students mm-hmm. and um, the sculptures, the sculptors, and we, they um, applied and, and entered their work and, and, and it was picked out. And so they will be showing um, their work in among the other professional sculptors and have the chance to learn how to market, how to sell, how to, nice. you know, the whole thing and, Ooh. and get feedback on how, how their art is, is uh, mm. how their sculptures uh, meet the public's eye. Have you ever had students like this? Is, is this a new concept that you're bringing not in, in that like? it, not in that way? We haven't. We do on is it Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, on, on Saturday, we, we do have a yeah. We have a youth art sale. Yeah, the youth art sale, and uh, it's it's just on Saturday. But they do get to come down and put whatever they may do. But maybe pencil drawings it may be painting it may be some sculpture i'm not positive but um but they do get to come down on saturday and sell and actually it's it's a pretty good value i saw um a couple of pieces a friend of mine bought and i was like oh what artist did you where where, which side of the festival which artist did you get that from and she said i just happened on to this little area over in the corner it's on the north uh west corner uh, of the festival and she said and i think it was students and um and i was like oh my gosh that's the student art and it was awesome mm-hmm. so the chance to get something really pretty <laughs> neat is it's gonna happen there mm-hmm. that's pretty cool 
I thought you, you were looking at the program. I thought you had a question. No, I didn't. But I mean, I've been looking at the program. Like when you were talking about that, what I was, what I had been looking at was um, Pottery Place. Oh, so fun. It's uh, Colin Rosebrook and the artisans of Paseo Pottery assist children and adults in selecting, glazing, and firing pots or vases using the ancient technique of raku. raku. I don't know, raku. So you can go and make your own art. You can. Um, It is Colin and his group have thrown, I don't know how many thousands, probably five or six thousand. I I may be exaggerating there, but a lot of pots. Now, they're not huge. They're they're small. They're fist size and smaller. And there's there are some that are bigger. um, And it runs anywhere from, I think, 20, 25, but down to like. Five, five or ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Very, very inexpensive for a family uh, to be able to do. And then the kids can pick out the size of pot that they have the budget for. And then there's, I think, four colors or three colors. I think there's four colors that they can use. But what's interesting about that, some of the kids and a lot of the adults are very, very detailed in how they are painting it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they've got the design in their mind and but raku is a it is an ancient art, but it's fired in a in these big fifty gallon barrels, aren't they? Fifty yep, gallon yeah. galvanized barrels, and it's they they um, they put burning material like paper, like it's a smoke and fire process, and mm-hmm. straw and all kinds of stuff to get this different um, oxygenation, and it and it um, it changes the colors. So the pots come out really unique and. I think wonderful. It's my favorite way to do it. But some of the kids sometimes are like, "That's not my pot," <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't come out like you think. Right. You know, the the green comes out copper, and right, okay. because it is copper, and um, so there's what the kids think they've got is not exactly what they're going to get. But it's they're still pretty amazed. It's such a so, cool learning experience. Say, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that I realized that you were like hands-on things at the arts festival. Mm-hmm. I must have just always missed over that. Oh, there's also a children's art yeah. field where oh, they where they go in and, and there's usually two or three different crafts. I think they're doing a lot of stuff with pipe cleaners this year. But uh, but they can they can go in and as I got the full rundown there's today. Pool noodles. They've they've taken those gigantic long pool noodles. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've sliced them like a gazillion slices, mm-hmm. and then uh, they're using uh, pot cleaners or straws. There's three projects. One is a sailboat project that uses the foam noodles. There's pipe cleaner. Uh, jewelry, personal adornment kind of making, Mm -hmm. and then they're using construction (laughs) paper to make bug-eye crowns. Bug-eye crowns. And you can do all three crafts for three bucks, so it's a great way to spend the afternoon. You know, I've got to bring your kids. The the real goal for the festival, there's several goals, goals, but one of the real goals is that families can come, bring their kids, I mean, it could be a family of five and you can you can feed your kids at mustards for what a couple of dollars um, for a hot dog and you know and a drink um and maybe then share a snow cone that's (laughs) as big as your head they're big enough Uh, to do that with they are um and then be able to take your kids to do crafts and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg no it doesn't 
There's so, also going to be some. Is there going to be some live music going on? Some bands you got lined up? Over 200 performing. Wait, what? Ar- over 200 performing artists over the six days. Oh my gosh! Wow. Three stages. Oh there's continuous music throughout the entire time. Well, not music, performing artists. Perform- so there's yeah. dance. There's um, music, folk music, rock, rap, hip hop, everything in between. Clogging. 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 The, nice. the, the uh, tarpley. <laughs> Tappers, is yep. that it? Yep. Is Lind- that right? Yeah. Linda, Linda Tarpley's Linda Tappers. Yep. Yeah, they come. They've come every, all the little tiny kids and their grandparents come. And I mean, it's it's pretty cute. So on the, um, there's three different stages. On the south stage is the children's stage, right? Yeah, the yes. The yeah. cord children's stage. Yeah. And then on the, on the north stage, um, is the more current music, mm-hmm. more rock and roll, pop, uh, a little bit more lively fun. There's some hip hop, JB, yeah. LD. Oh, JB, yeah. yeah, the JB. There's there's JB bands there, there that have performed here. JB and Judith and mm-hmm. see yeah. Casey and Mina on here. And then the main stage features some quieter, more mellow, mellow acts. It's right in front of City Hall, so we got to be respectful of all the mm-hmm. the important work <laughs> they do in there. So that's where we'll have like Edgar Cruz and folk music and. Like the stuff you might hear on the rain radio station. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Keeping it. Come out for our opening. Who are we having, Steve? Edgar Cruz. And, and what is his group's name? The Brave Amigos. The Brave Amigos. The Brave Amigos. The Brave Amigos. They will be performing at the opening ceremonies, which are Tuesday at 11 a.m. Right. And I can remember watching Edgar Cruz during opening night in like 1993. He's amazing. He's been around he is amazing. We yeah. heard his band uh, last year. They played for a, a pre-festival kind of uh, get-together we were having. And Steve and I great. both just were like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. So, so when they asked us who we wanted for the opening ceremonies, uh, I said, well, is there any way we could we could get Edgar Cruz and his band? And so they said yes. So that's, that's great. They were thrilled to be asked. Yeah. And then in addition to the performing arts stage, we also have Art Moves, which is a yearly, is a year-long program that we do that provides art um, in downtown Oklahoma City at lunchtime mm-hmm. every weekday. And so that will also be happening throughout festival in addition to um, the performing arts stage. So the timing's going to be a little different. It won't be at lunch, um, but the timing's all in the program and on our website. So. Uh, how many how many people does it take to put this thing on? I mean, I'm just thinking of like the logistics. Of just the three of them did it all by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like right now. I mean, no. just even thinking about somebody being in charge of getting together the 200 performing acts. Steve together the and I and the have, artists and Steve and I have made over four or five hundred <laughs> calls to what is it? To so there's four hundred. There's yeah, basically four hundred chairs and co-chairs that we we contact okay. and ask them. Would you be on this committee? And then the day chairs that are on that committee are the ones that then turn around and get the committee members for theirs. And once the whole thing's done, we will have over 5,000 volunteers, volunteers that have come oh down. Wonderful. Over you the get course volunteers. Friday, last on, yeah. Friday through... I honestly expected you to say something like two or 300 people. Right? No, <laughs> no, no. Well, have you sh- seen the number no, of tents that go up? No, <laughs> right. no, no. Well, a shout out to all no. your volunteers. That's yeah. Really? Thank fantastic. you. Yeah. They are amazing. The ones that have, have been down there every single night since uh, last Friday yeah. um, are, I mean, we've they've all worked their fingers to the bones. Yep. And um, it's it is amazing. It is. 
I'm sure that's gratifying for them, and they come away with fun stories about what it was like volunteering for the arts well, festival. You can, you can walk around the grounds, and you can say, "I put that tent up." Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> I did. I did this. You know. So yeah, you can take some some pride and ownership in the festival. I mean, that giving somebody ownership of something is so important. Plus, I bet that contributes pretty heavily. You have basically five thousand ambassadors for you of the arts festival that will go away and be like, "No, no." You know, you're my family. You're coming down to yeah, see what I just spent the last yeah. 10 days. Well, working that's kind on. of why we have little kids tap dancing and doing ballet yeah. because, oh, no, all the grandparents come and all the aunts and <laughs> yeah. uncles come and all the cousins come. And we, so we have a lot of generational volunteers. Like we'll have someone who mm-hmm. they come with their mother every year and volunteer on one day and their grandmother. And, you know, they're bringing their little sister. And mm. I mean, we have groups and groups of that. And it's just incredible to see. Well, in fact, our our shadows for next year, uh, uh, the vice coach next year, yeah, Molly McBride and Paul Tyler. Molly's father was a co chair, like Steve and I. I don't know how many years ago, but quite a few. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's so she's. It's really kind of a neat honor that she gets to be a co chair, and Paul um, Tyler, who is um, our our shadow this year has volunteered as a um, uh, production worker for, gosh, many years. And so uh, he's done lots of other committees, too. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of how you get into that that position. But you're right. It's it is generational. It's kind of it's kind of neat to see. This started, what, in 1967? Mm -hmm. It's the 51st year. 51st year. And that's so it's it's been in Oklahoma City seeing all of the changes that has been going on there from oh, yeah. even before the days of the botanical gardens being around. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what it would have been like being there in like 1967. Like, did, where did they have it downtown? Do you know any of the history? They had of that it at or? Bicentennial Park. Was it still at, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. So then it moved from there for a few years over to. The Myriad. The myriad. Garden it moved in the area. 70s, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even necessarily a new thing. That it's a no. return no. home. It's, no, it's, it's a return like a, home. Did it return last year for the 50th? Yes. Is that yeah. when that happened? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of had to happen because of all the different changes that mm-hmm. in construction and getting ready to put the rails in for the uh, the downtown oh, streetcar uh, street car and all of that. Um, it, it um, you know, and there was a whole lot of of planning and effort and re, uh, prefabrications and um, it it's really a study. I mean, other art festivals ought to come and see how to put on an urban festival mm-hmm. with lights yeah. and plumbing and because it's all it's all all the electrical is being flown right now and uh, the plumbing yeah going in. I mean, you're basically talking point. about like a little city inside yeah, of the city of the city basically city in the city yeah because that's one of the things that interested me a couple of years ago i finally like looked up and noticed all the power distribution i'm a technology person i'm a nerd so i always look at the back side of things and like which is like oh my gosh like just looking at the wires you basically have like a substation you build just to run all this well stuff. let's yep. invite you down yeah you should come <laughs> no around, truly you, if the- you like that kind of thing this would blow your mind it is, it is, a, it is an amazing um, piece of design. Our, our um, director of the Arts Council kind of just drew it out. And yeah. then he, they found people to build. So it's all like um, 
custom. Yes. Yeah. Custom construction. Custom. Yeah, that's it's, it's a custom. That's Peter you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter DeLisi. I don't know. I know it, is, it is amazing. He connected on a few mm-hmm. occasions before. What all he's done, uh, and, he, and he's just kind of carried it around in his head and, you know, made some tweaks this year, and it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's amazing is what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. It's stunning to see it in operation. Well, it really is one of the, like, biggest longest time-honored kind of Oklahoma City traditions, you know. I mean, you might do all kinds of stuff during the year, but when the arts festival comes around, that's, you just go. That's you know, one of those things where like, oh, I don't think I'm going to, you just, you go to the arts festival every nope. year. It's just what you do. Yeah, not to be a, a downer, but I was reminded of it yesterday at the county commissioner's um, yeah. the, the bombing, the year that the uh, Merle building bombing happened was also just, I mean, it was like of the same week. It was. Um, yes. It's the same of, timing of it. Yeah. So the bomb of, was on a Wednesday. and Yeah. Yes. And so it was a, and this is, people forget, this is a huge fundraiser for the Arts Council. I mean, it's this is biggest. the, it's the biggest, and sure. really it's one of the biggest fundraisers uh, for a nonprofit, probably in the city or even maybe in the state. But um, it really it really generates how how the uh, arts council runs for the next year, and so n- not to forget that, but but at the same time that horrible horrible tragedy happened, and it was like, what do we do? Do we, you know, go ahead and have the festival and the music and the dance and the food? And when such horrible tragedy happened, you know, just blocks away, mm-hmm. what? How do you handle that? Well, they ended up closing. Yep, that's right. Decided not to even have the festival that year, but um, it was bigger and better than that next year because everybody in the country just wanted all the artists. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to be a part. Sure, yeah. I I hadn't forgotten about it because I was here when that all happened and the decision and all that. But what an unbelievably tough decision. Well, yeah. I've had yeah. the privilege. Um, we were we were working on in. Um, with our 50th anniversary, kind of looking back on all these moments, so we're sort of in the middle of writing a, a story about that sort of exact moment. And it was an agonizing decision. You know, yeah. I've spoken with both the, the co-chairs from that year and Peter, and, you know, they were getting so many phone calls. You know, he said that you literally would have to use the fax machine to dial out because as soon as you'd hang the phone up, it would just ring again. You'd have to press the little button again. And um, so many people were calling saying, you know, you have to do the festival. You have to do it. You have to do it. You know, we can't let this stop us. And, you know, so many people were on the opposite side of it feeling like, you know, we can't, we can't. And so they finally, you know, made the decision and, you know, everything, everyone agrees the right decision to, yeah. to, to cancel it. But it was just this wonderful coming together of community I think that echoes what happened in the entire city. Um, well, I, I think just myself personally, if I would have been, you know, in Oklahoma City at that time with the art festival going on and then all of the help that was needed, yeah. you know, with what was, you know, they needed a lot of volunteers at Ground Zero, right. you know, and I, I mm-hmm. would think that you if I was there, I would probably think that would be a priority. And so, I mean, I, I certainly know, wouldn't was, fault them at all absolutely for was. And, canceling the festival. You know, part of what we're, we're looking at, um, there was a tape artist that had come from Australia mm-hmm. uh, who was going to do a temporary installation at the festival and ended up putting it, um, you have to forgive me, I'm, I'm not from here originally, so my, mm-hmm. my, um, my, I was like nine at the time, so my memory's a little fuzzy on it. But um, I believe what is now the Cox Convention Center was sort of mm-hmm. headquarters for a lot of the mm-hmm. emergency personnel, mm-hmm. and they had, you know, cots set up and, 
all of that. And so the tape artist, since he was already here, he'd come from Australia. He put up a beautiful mural on one end oh, of nice. it of you know these angels, and yeah. you know, so we have this video of the whole process of it going up, and you know all these people just talking about what kind of a a light spot it was in in very dark days. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so just sort of a, a good story on just the healing power of art and mm -hmm. the role arts played in sort of building the community back up again. Absolutely. And that's the important part about art i think is that um you know a lot of our our state and our federal government is looking at cutting the arts mm -hmm. and um you know it plays such a huge part in the growth of our children it plays a huge part in in the bad and the good times in our community i just can't even imagine that we are not going to value it um art all all types all kinds and especially moving from outside so, of the state and just in the last couple of years there's been so much additional public art and i think it plays yeah. a really big role mm -hmm. in taking you know an area and making it a neighborhood you know giving it that that homey feeling and that that sense of belonging just adds some mm -hmm. character and is so important so yeah, the the festival is always a bright spot in the year. I look forward to it every year. Um, so another thing that I saw in there that I don't remember from previous years that looks absolutely fascinating is the culinary arts program. It's not just arts, but culinary arts are being included. That, that's true. We, we have a culinary arts tent that's just right in the center of the festival. And we've got over 30 local chefs coming in. And they will do different demonstrations on different recipes that they have. We've got it set up where they have a table and we have the mirror above so you can sit well, down you can and, see them cook and, and, and watch them cook and see exactly what they're doing. And then one of the best parts is afterwards, there's little samples that you can go up and taste. And some of the samples are not little. They're That's true. Nice. No, they're, That's true. Some they're of nice them are snacks, not little. Some so. of them are pretty. And they are fascinating to sit in there Is there watch. a time limit as to how long I can sit there? <laughs> No, actually, no. There's there's several demonstrations each day. Uh, I can't remember four or five. It yeah. runs yeah. from and, about um, noon till eight mm -hmm. Tuesday through Saturday. And in years and, past, I really haven't uh, set through them, you know, because I was volunteering somewhere else. And uh, last year, because Steve and I were supposed to really shadow and learn and you know make decisions about what we wanted to do this year, um, I. I set myself in there and kind of watched a couple of times every day and it's so fun. Yeah. And, um, and you really do get to sample and I mean, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. We have some good new people this year. We have, um, mm -hmm. a good egg dining group is coming. Uh, La Baguette, La Baguette is coming. So Dave Kathy on there. Yep. Coriander cafe. Mm -hmm. They're coming again. So, Exciting. Awesome. I hate to bring this, keep bringing this back to food, but I'm, so, I'm seeing <laughs> no. some names. You're hungry. I'm hungry. So yeah, I am hungry. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing some names on this list that I never, and maybe I'm just not paid attention to what the names of the places were, but grilled cheesery and funnel cake factory. You know what? We're <laughs> having a food explosion in Oklahoma city. Yeah. And so we've what, got a lot of new restaurants and we've got a lot of new trucks Mm -hmm. that, you know, really haven't been involved that much in years past. And I think a lot of the the food uh, folks kind of sat back to watch what happened with the move yeah. and how that was all going to work and how they're going to actually have a kitchen, you know, in this camp space, so to speak. And they found, um, I think they, 
They talked to a lot of the the restaurants that did um, did do well last year, mm-hmm. like really well. And they figured out, hey, we can do this. And so we did have so many new ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this year also we're having hamburgers. Did we mention that? No. We've Tell me never more. had yeah, hamburgers so never had before. Hamburgers. Yeah. No. Right, who's providing Think about it? it. Yeah, about now it. that you say yeah. that. Because well, I, I, I've never so eaten a hamburger who, there. Who is it that finally made the hamburger worthy of the arts festival? I well, don't know, fair, and I don't care. I don't know, and oh, I don't care. They, they, they <laughs> oh, that was that one I was going to ask. They make a great hamburger. It's but this their one, chocolate like, chili on. I don't know. One. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, the food truck. Oh, I don't know what that was. A food truck. Yeah, yes. that's I don't know. I don't okay. care. They have the best ten dollars sandwich, and I get it. I, like whenever the open streets was happening, they were set up literally right by my house. Well, I want to give you, Stephen, a little bit of a reminder. You've eaten from them, and I don't, you probably don't remember because it all happened spontaneously at Herd on Herd. We had sat yeah. up there with uh, a Jeep one time to yeah, do yeah. A, a live broadcast, and I, I don't know. I don't care. It was the first time I'd ever heard of them. They're, they're whoever was cooking in the truck at the time continually brought us out samples of all their dishes. That was them. And we had their sandwiches yeah. and their chips. The loaded chips. And so good. They brought a burger. Oh. That do was, a I don't know, quinoa I don't salad. That's oh. And so that's why I've always gone back to their truck. Yeah. And when um, we just had open streets, um, yeah. I don't know, I don't care, parked half a block from my house. Okay, oh. so this During is a, open streets. I'm going to derail us for one second because we just documented something that is a weird phenomenon that I want to point out to you guys. <laughs> it's what I call the twin stereo effect, where John just told us a story that five <laughs> seconds later, Aaron told the exact same story and they don't realize they did it. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. get so it's now documented. It. Okay, it's, it's on document. It's on air. Yeah, see, I didn't even, yeah. very passionate about it. <laughs> um, it happens to me constantly. It's food so. You're not the only one it happens to either. We're also having sushi. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yokozuna. We've never had sushi, which, you know. Okay. So you would think after 51 years, you'd have done it all and figured it all no. out. Mm-hmm. It still blows my mind. That in 51 years, there's never been a burger. You know, the in, the beginning, in the beginning, they had uh, the, the different volunteers would make tuna fish sandwiches and bring them. And um, egg salad and what is it? Pimento? Pimento, pimento cheese. cheese. I didn't know that. Yeah. Pimento cheese. Yeah. And, you know, we they would, they would bring no, sandwiches there. and sell it and... I mean, maybe in the in the early years, maybe there was a hamburger. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I know that. I don't know, was, and I don't care because now was, we've got a new there one. Been an onion burger, sir. Right. Well, I think beginning. it's like there was a goal again. Like there the, was a have, rule that they actually passed, like in 1994, that they would not serve hamburgers at the festival. Just trying the arts, to embrace trying culinary to get, arts and right, right. hamburgers. Food. But, so. but we actually had to go to the arts council board and ask them permission to be able to. To bring in hamburgers, and, and our and our Have reasoning was there are a whole bunch of gourmet type burgers that are out there yes, now. There is, yeah. and like I said, the one that we've got a chocolate chili almond burger. Chocolate chili almond burger. When did you when, bring a, cop, a sample of it into them uh, and be like, just taste this? And, you know what? When <laughs> when that was you know out there for us to sample, I was like, okay, this one's weird, but it I took sounds my weird. tasty. I took my first bite and I went, oh my gosh. So what this is chocolate is chili? Like, what does that what does that mean? You know, it, it's what it is. I think it's a little bit <laughs> of like a mole type sauce. It is oh, a okay. little bit chili. Okay, uh, it it gets close to kind of a barbecue sort yeah. of, uh-huh. but it's not. 
that you and could. And the almond part of it, is there like sliced almonds on the burger? Yeah, on, yeah, on the uh, on the outside I, of it. I chewed like, it up and swallowed it so <laughs> fast because it was so yeah, good. The almonds were on the outside of the burger. Oh, so it's yum. like an almond crusted edge. Yeah. It's good. Is there cheese? Is there cheese on it? I don't remember I the don't cheese. I don't remember cheese. I would say no. But it could be an option. And so they're going to actually have the food truck there. Or are they no, going to they're 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 one of the tents. They're in, they're okay. in a tent. But they've been in tents. a food truck. So, I mean, a tent's not going to be that So is much. that is that the only food item that they will be selling out of that tent? Then no, no. Just no, 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 no. They'll they have, have the loaded. The yeah. loaded chips. They'll have. So that sandwich that we really like. The beef and blue sandwich. Yeah. Beef and blue. It will be there. It's the only time I'll spend $10 on a sandwich. Well, you'll spend $12 on it. Oh, is it 12 Okay. I'll do it. You know, some of the prices have gone up a little bit, but you also have to remember um, that there's lots of other lower priced items around too. So once again, families, we want families to be able to come. $2 to $15. Take your kids over and get them, you know, Frito chili pies and and hot dogs and then, you know, set them down and then go over and have a gourmet meal. I mean, it's date night. Well, and some of the options are so the portions are large enough you could share. I mean, like those loaded chips are quite sizable. We shared last year. You could easily share those, so... We shared most of our, our meals last year. The other thing that I think is really exciting for this year, I, well, I'm not excited about it right now because I know we're going to have to move them. We bought a whole bunch of new tables and chairs, uh-huh. like a lot. That's a big investment. And it's going to be great when the festival opens on Tuesday, but between now and Tuesday, we have to place all the not chairs. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll little cafe tables and chairs, so you can kind of sit down and enjoy your lunch or your dinner. Well, I, I saw the in the program, awesome, um, look like you're setting up areas to go eat, kind of like little dining yes. areas oh, yeah. and drink areas mm-hmm. to serve we beer also, and wine. We also yes. um, had a wine jury. Oh. I know. <laughs> I'm volunteering that one, that for that one, one next year. Is that that was really to tough. To too. <laughs> we were all worried about the whether the police were outside the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there wasn't a lot of dumping that went on. <laughs> no. No, not much spinning. <laughs> well, what about the what about the beer? Give us a little bit of an idea of how that's gonna how that's gonna work. Well, with that was local. crazy. They were doing they were doing beer school. Yeah. Uh, today. Yes, yeah, so we have um, a couple alcohol areas. We have the. Uh, Six-Day Cellars, Park West. The drink tents serve um, low-point beer. Right. And then there's higher-point beer in the um, in the, two that in you the just Park mentioned. West and Six-Day Cellars. Mm-hmm. So those are sort of separated off areas. Oh, they have their okay. own little tent seating areas, uh, 21 years or older, obviously. Uh-huh. They have patios. Um, they have patios, what? wonderful seating areas. <laughs> so exactly, you get off work, you can kind of stroll down, have a nice little happy hour drink, watch kind of the festival unfold around you. Yeah. Yeah. Eat and listen to music. Exactly. You know, oh, great you date night. So. Talking about, yeah, that would be a great date night. Um, and talking about putting all the tables and chairs up there, I can remember, yeah, going to the arts festival as a kid and like trying to find some curb to sit on, you yeah. know, and balancing the food in your lap so you could try to eat it. That's um, the that's neat that's thing about Bicentennial Park. Go ahead, Steve. No, you can go ahead. <laughs> uh, the neat thing about Bicentennial Park, you know, last year before we, I mean, we had a lot of tables and chairs and we bought a few. Uh, for last year, but um, but there's a lot of hardscape 
um, that is set up really for seeding, and it's the planters really yeah. for mm-hmm. the different um, kind of the veins that come out. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's the steps mm-hmm. of the civic center that you can just That's go up true. and sit down yeah. on. Yeah. Right, because they're both food rows. They're on the, the north and I the south sides my, uh, of the Civic Center, so it's got the nice built-in seat. I remember eating an Indian stairs. taco there last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's the front steps and then on either on side the of the side, building. And on the other side, they're also great to sit and watch the, the, uh, the stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any event going on at the Civic Center at this time? Actually, I think there is. There is. There was um, something big last year, too. I I'm trying like. to recall. Well, Alton Brown well, will be there on what? Sunday. And the we think he should come out to the culinary I'm tent. working on yeah. it. I'm trying to get a hold of his people. But, you know, you, can, you know his you, people? You, you can't just Google I, it I and send an email. I haven't touch with his people yet. So I'm, I'm working so. on it. So uh, I think it would be great to give him a VIB tour. I, I follow him on many social media let's platforms. Get him. And he always goes around in the town he's in and does, like, the local stuff and the well, I mean, here we are. If come he's on, interested yeah. in doing a podcast, let us here know. So, he's here. You know. But if I mean, yeah. if it's Alton Brown. If you guys yeah, are doing this culinary arts thing, and this is a celebration of food, I mean, that it's got to come out. He ha- I mean, that's what he does. That's right. who he is. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like he'll just be tempted out by the wafting smells, yeah. you know. <laughs> and you said so, that's on Sunday the thirtieth as well. Yes, yes that's Sunday mm-hmm. the thirtieth. And then I, I don't, I don't know if the Civic Center has another show going on. Um, well, they feel- have Angels and Friends on oh, Wednesday night. We do. We do. Nice tie-in. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> segway. Good. Segway. Tell us more. Um. Well, Angels and Friends. Angels and Friends is pretty much our only fundraising, exclusive fundraising event that we do throughout the year for Arts Council Oklahoma City. Um, It's basically a big party. Um, You can go online and get tickets at our website, artscouncilokc.com, at a host of different levels. Um, There's food, there's drink, there's all sorts of activities and artists. There's going to be some surprises. There will be a surprise. A surprise. Well, no. I will no. say no more. No, it's just no. A we can't say. It will be an exciting surprise. Let be. me tell you, from wow. day one, Angels and Friends is kind of the welcome party for spring. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when everybody kind of wears the spring outfits, and yeah. which I don't really have yet. I'm, you got time. Don't, I don't no, have it all. No, I don't. A little bit of time. She's got to work production. She does I'm not have time. I got forklifts to drive. <laughs> exactly. But, um, oh, forklifts. You know, it is. It's kind of that welcome to spring party. It is. And um, it's going to be inside uh, the foyer there of us. Um, the Civic Center. Okay. Yes, it's a beautiful space. It's beautiful. Yeah. You can buy your tickets online um, up or until April 25th, or and you can the purchase door. them yeah. at the door. And you so. want to come. Talk about date night. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an impressive party for someone to bring someone right. to. And all the proceeds fund Arts Council Oklahoma City and our programs throughout the year. So Art Moves, uh, the Sunday Night Twilight Concert Series, Opening Night, All Access Arts, which okay. is our initiative to provide arts experiences to underserved populations, including school children. Uh, we do art in the park over the summer in partnership with the Park and Rec Department, as well as doing different art experiences in um, aging facilities. Mm-hmm. So we really, I mean, our mission is to bring the arts and the community together. And so it, it helps to fund that. We reach over 1 million people a year in total. So it's amazing. Yeah. So it's a, it's a Does great. Does that count all of our volunteers? It doesn't. It counts the people that we, we serve. It counts the you know the different populations we serve through the through the programming. Um, yeah. So crazy. The only way to find out what the surprise is is, is to, come. to come. Exactly. Right. We cannot yeah, say anymore. That I'm would so be curious. Be there. I would not be doing my job as a publicity person <laughs> if I told you that you wouldn't come then. And that's 
you know. But it's not Alton Brown. It's not. <laughs> it's I don't not. know. We're not saying. <laughs> well, we could, I, but we're not. I can deduce that it's not because right. you've admitted that you don't have contact with this people. There right. we go. Oh, so. Well, that was a foil. Dang, you don't oh, have to maybe. be a Sherlock. Come on. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate all of the stuff that you guys do, especially yeah. with the Arts Festival. I mean, it's, and we love the Arts Council. No. You know, it's really kind of like a, a festival family yeah. down there, particularly right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody that works um, production, wouldn't you say, Steve? Yeah. We're, it's a real close-knit <laughs> Absolutely. group, Very group close of knit. people because we're, we're down there together. For ten days, and and then through the event, and then the five days afterwards, you know. So uh, it it's a production to me is my favorite committee. So I just and I never it. worked production until last year, um, and so you know I I have had a blast. You know I can it's put just, it. It's just fun up, watching it. Knot. Watching it come up. I can up. drive a forklift now. There you go. You know, it's interesting. Um, Steve and I didn't even know each other. We both have probably worked every single committee, chaired every single committee. You know, Steve would do some and I've done some, but our paths had never crossed. And so when we were told or when we were asked uh, if we would consider being co-chairs, we were both like, well, I don't know Steve Bolton he said the same. We had to kind of creep on each other. <laughs> we did. Because you keep it secret until... It's a uh, very, it very announced. closely guarded yeah, secret. I've been trying secret. to get some intel from the office, but nothing. nothing. Our festival so, director is yep. tight-lipped on the subject. So when we finally <laughs> figured it out, um, um, we met away from Oklahoma City in Edmond, um, so that we could just sit down and have a glass Incognito. of wine and Incognito. Get, yeah, get to know right. each other. It really is that big of a yet. secret. Yeah, really where is. they had to sneak away and yeah. you couldn't be caught by anybody Why who is knows it such a you? secret. Because it's, it's just. just just it's because the magic. they want to, they okay. want to announce it's, it at the chairman's party it's after the, the event, fun. Oh, and wow. everybody's like, oh, it's a, it's Trying a really big, it is. it's a really gotcha. big honor. I mean, they're both very humble in terms of the amount of work and time they've they've spent with Arts Council Oklahoma City, and you know their generosity of their their time, and it's a it's a really big honor to be asked, and so yeah, we yeah. like to reveal it in a way that's special awesome. because of the yeah. amount of time that's gone into you know getting to the point where you're asked to chair the festival. So, but it's fun and it's so worth it. And I mean, <clears throat> everybody that's involved, we're just totally blown away by the number of volunteers, the people that said yes to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we called and and told them that they had to come up with twenty five volunteers for the day. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, no problem. Yeah, we can do that. And we're just like, oh, wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's a, that's just it's just this community is so giving and um, and so available to help. Um, it's it's pretty great. Yeah. It's so, pretty great. Uh, one other thing real quick. There was a, a painting, I guess, that had been selected uh, from was it Christopher Westfall. Yeah, Christopher yes. Westfall from. Uh, uh, Tulsa, and it's called Starlight. Yeah, that's a beautiful and, painting. And we were charged to find that painting for that year, last year at uh-huh. the festival. And find, you find across, the artist. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we came across Christopher and sort of told him what our our ideas were, and he went up and painted a couple of different ones, and we went up and saw him and gave him what 
we thought, and that's what he came back with, and it's exactly what we wanted. And it's it, it definitely I mean, it's feels it's almost a little a little Van Gogh like like when you it's first now. see it's it. It's pretty magical, and it's yeah, it is a magical painting. It's yeah. it's if you go if you're at the festival after in the evening, after people have kind of started leaving to go home. And some of the artists are still in their tent kind of restocking because they've had a great day and they've Mm -hmm. sold a lot. And so they have their lights on in their tents, but their tents are closed. They glow like that. And then you can kind of see the sun coming down and a few stars. It is twinkling. It it truly is magical. That sounds romantic almost in a way. Well, it kind of is. And that was our favorite time. Um, Last year, we just walked around a couple of times um, when we were shadowing after we were out. We've been outed. And we, <laughs> we, we would be like, we just can't even believe we're going to get to do this. This is so cool. Yeah. But the, the real interesting part about um, that piece of artwork is I love color. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of tell that because it's it, there's lots of color in there, Steve. And I'm colorblind. Oh wow! So she got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, that was pretty easy. I got to win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to leave this hole in you. There you go. But it is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. We've we've received lots of compliments on it, and I think a lot of people would like to buy it, but uh, they're just gonna have to go to Christopher's um, sure. tent and buy his artwork, uh, and he'll have some prints, I'm sure, there. Um, but that piece is commissioned and owned by the festival and, uh, by the, the arts print, council. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, by the arts council and, uh, it's in their permanent collection oh, nice. and, um, the prints fights in the office over who gets it in their office. After. <laughs> <laughs> the prints, uh, go to some of the donors, the, um, that have really uh, supported the arts council mm-hmm. over the year. So they get they get some prints that Christopher signed. So it's pretty cool. Kind of yeah, it is. Well, That's def- kind of hard too to pick that out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we definitely encourage all of our listeners to come check out the. If I could just plug festival. our social please media, do. Yeah, yeah, please do. So yeah. if you can get information on artscouncilokc.com, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. We added Snapchat this year. You got a filter? We will have a filter nice. for the entirety of festival. We are very excited about it. Uh, you can find us on all of those at, at Arts Council OKC. Um, I am determined to build a little Snapchat following in the next week. I'm well on my way. <laughs> Um, and then you uh, tag your photos, uh, hashtag OKCFA so we can follow what you're doing and, you know, retweet, reshare. And yeah, we just want to see what the community is up to. And this is going to be Tuesday through Sunday, April 25th through the 30th. Absolutely. Every day. We hope to see you all there. It's going to be beautiful. Rain or shine. Rain or shine. Rain or shine. In fact, rain rain and sprinkling, if it happens, and it won't because... We have rain gear. It's the best there time to go. Uh, the waterproof It's coats. actually the best time to go because yeah. it's not as busy. It's true. And you can really you see the, the, art the art and, and you and really get to eat. And it's pretty wonderful. So. It's beautiful. It's not going to rain. So it's, it's not going to rain. rain. It's not going to rain. Nope. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for having no, thank me. Thank you. you for having us. Absolutely. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. 
As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. I'll be free. Yes, the man shot and